We had a deal. Ooh, stature. He changed the terms of the deal. Modok. Modok, my baby. Big head game. You thought you could win. Damn, damn. Ooh. I don't have to win. That's a Tylenol, my friend. We both just have to lose. Oh, my God. Ah, very Dr. Strangey. So Dr. Strangey. So Dr. Strangey. Also, the world is giving Star Wars. It's I the oh, look, heavy everything Star Wars is vibes. heavy Star Wars, which is kind of messed up at following after Andor and it's like reviews and how great it is, but no one's watching it. How dare you, Marvel, just make a, a different Star Wars property? Oh my gosh. But either way, oh my gosh. Welcome back to New Rockstars, you guys. Monday night, the final trailer to Quantumania was released, giving us our first look at Modoc, new leads to Kang's past, and whether or not Ant-Man is going out the good guy or the bad guy, which mm. <laughs> this is inside. Marvel, uh, New Rockstar's weekly Marvel reaction show. I'm Jessica Clemens, and here with me is MT. I cannot wait for this freaking movie. Like, Kang is a beast. Like, I cannot wait to see this massive black man just beat up. How did oh, <laughs> an innocent, an is innocent, he innocent thief? Is he innocent? Is he innocent? We're gonna get into it. But like, also, what was your first reaction? Where I love this trailer. This trailer was so oh, good. It is incredible. Like, it's just like I, I, you can tell. Like, I'll, a lot of these shots are from like the the third like act of the film. Yes, yes. But like, you can just tell that like it's gonna be like a huge epic. Like, like huge stakes are, are are on the line here. Like you have the entire multiverse, but you also have Scott and his family. And it's just like, I'm so invested in both. It's I'm gonna be amazing. So, ooh, I'm so into it. Before we even jump into it, you guys, be sure to head over to newrockstarsmerch.com where you can find all of our awesome new Rockstars merch. And as we anxiously await the home release of Black Panther Wakanda Forever, there is still time to grab our latest obsession shirt, The Forever King, inspired by the Black Panther sequel, Wakanda Forever. Support the channel and check out all of our awesome merch options over there at newrockstarsmerch.com. Now, let's get into it. I kind of want, I want to serve you up this question and then say a okay. tad bit, but I want you to answer it mainly. So. Okay. He says in the trailer, I can give you one thing. I can give you the one thing you want, time. What does that mean? I know that in D23 footage, they revealed that Cassie was like coming out of prison. So in this, we do see Cassie behind bars. It was definitely Cassie coming out of a jail cell. So is that what he's referring to by like, I can give you time? Or do you think it's a bigger picture? I think that Cassie was sentenced to life in prison for murder. And uh, she, she needs to, uh, he needs to break her out, but he can't. Just kidding, no. Um, I think that, <laughs> um, I, I think that this is more so having to deal with the fact that Scott was trapped in the quantum realm for all those years and that he oh. didn't get a chance to grow up with little Cassie. And I think that that's what oh. King is using against yeah. uh, Scott. He's just like, hey, look, this is, you have this new daughter. She's older. She's flawed. She got arrested just like you. She's going in your footsteps. Don't you miss your little Cassie that was just like looked up to you, wanted to be your, your, like your, your sidekick? Like she's gone. Like you saved half the universe, but you still couldn't save little Cassie because people change. Cause like she didn't get snapped. So like, you know, she just changed over time. So you lost that time with Cassie. What if I can get you Cassie back? So like, I think that Kang is potentially dangling a, a little Cassie variant for uh, for Scott. He's like, hey, I can time heist a little Cassie because I'm Kang, I can do anything. You guys can't um, do it, but I can. Well, so that's, okay. So there's been a couple things that have been confusing to me about this. And people are talking about this online because it's like, yeah, he can get him that time back, but that doesn't stop the blip. 
So even if he did spend that time right. with Cassie, does he just want that time with Cassie and everyone is still gone? He's the one that stopped the blip, basically. He's the one that brought people back. Like, he started it. Right. So it's like, if you go back in time, would you just start it sooner? Are you are you believing that this man in this weird quantum realm can do all of that for you? No, I think that after the events of Endgame, um, like they all like all the the Avengers started mingling, and then Scott probably saw Peter Quill and Gamora. He's like, "Yo, you got a you're you're the person that you lost back by doing some weird time travel stuff. Mm. Why can't I grab my little Cassie from a different different timeline?" And like bring her to my timeline so I can have two Cassies in one timeline. That'd be just that's great. That's too much. Uh, and that will right? start. But that Kang will probably just be like, insane. hey, I can do it because I can do whatever I want. That's <laughs> insane. That is insane. If Scott goes along with that, I will think he's dumber than what he is. Um <laughs> hey, in the nicest way. Just possible. Like, it's it's all about like despair and grief. Like people yeah. do crazy things for grief, as we see in WandaVision. So that's why I think that Cassie's actually the one that first dies. So I think I think someone's Ooh. inevitably going to die. And I think it's going to be Cassie oh, yeah. literally middle of the film, maybe earlier into the film. She's going to die. He's going to kill her. <laughs> oh. And he's going to be like, I can bring her back if you do one thing for me. And he's going to be like, I'll do anything. Ooh. And that's why we see that scene where Janet's like, you don't understand. He is a chaos bringer. And he's just like, you have your child. And your husband. I have right. nothing. My child is now gone and I will do anything to get her back. So I think that time is the mean. I think time is like, I can give you more time with your daughter. I can give, I can bring her back because I can change time. I can't mm. like, I can't like make her a zombie or like bring her back from the dead, but I can go back into, right. I can move time back to get her. Um, but I also do believe that part where it's like, yeah, Cassie was in prison all this stuff was happening. You want that time back. And now, oh, actually, this actually gets into our second question. Uh, I, I like what you brought up about, um, like, Cassie potentially dying because we know in the comics that Cassie, I think, had a heart problem or, like, some type oh. of, like, sickness that, that made her terminally yes. ill. So, like, yes. there, there could be another, that could be another angle of, like, I can give you more time. Like, I can save Cassie or, like, I, I can give you the, the antidote or whatever. So, like, there's different angles to that for sure. What if he genuinely is like, I know your daughter's dying. Like, I know, mm. I, I know your daughter's dying. You don't know yet, but I do. And it's like, right. that would Ooh, be, that'd be crazy. horrific. That would be horrible. But I do think, I believe that Cassie's going to be the first one to die. She'll be brought back. Don't get me wrong, but she's going to be the first one to die. And it's going to be that, because we need that justification of like, I agree with Janet from the trailer about what she says. Like, please don't trust this man. There has to be. And I believe that Scott is smart enough to know not to trust this crazy man in the middle of a quantum realm. But I think something so bad happened that he has to put he has to lay down like he has to be able to submit to it. And Basically. I think it's just Cassie dying. I think it's Cassie dying. Ooh, oh. That would be crazy. That would be too dark. I'd be sad. Well, she'll be brought back. And she's not. And the thing is, they can this do it because true. she's not necessarily a child. Like, she, like mm. the person, the woman playing her is so a like, woman. So it, it <laughs> so looks like you're old to kill now. Great. You're old to kill on screen. This is Disney, fantastic. Disney said the closest we'll get is we'll make them sort of evaporate and we won't, it will be off screen. <laughs> we won't see, except for that. Except for that when the blip happened and all of Peter's like students like evaporated on the basketball court. Oh, yeah. Uh, or unless it's uh, Star Wars. Uh, unless they're going to oh. show the uh, Anakin's betrayal. They'll, they'll show that all day. They'll be like, oh, yeah, it's perfectly fine. <laughs> the, uh, the, the, oh. the younglings. 
But first, we want to thank the folks that bring Inside Marvel to you guys, people like NordVPN. We love these people. NordVPN are amazing partners. We watch a lot of movies and series here in New Rockstars, and one thing that makes that easier is NordVPN. With NordVPN, you can change your virtual location with just one click, which makes it easier to find streaming platforms at a lower price. We can even access platforms that aren't available in the United States, like hacking. It's amazing magic. With just one click, you can choose with, from over 5,400 servers in over six 60 countries. That way, we never miss out on our favorite content, whether we are at home or traveling. And if you're worried that NordVPN might cause buffering when you're watching content, don't worry about that. NordVPN has got that juice. It provides amazing speed thanks to Nord Links, so you can stream securely without bandwidth throttling. We don't like that. We like to have smooth internet. NordVPN's benefits and features go way beyond improving your streaming experience. You can also access games and discounts only available in other regions and block malware-ridden websites while you explore securely. We encourage you to try NordVPN for yourself, so grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com marvel to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan, plus four additional months for free, period for free. It is free. It is amazing. I love free. Uh, it's completely risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That's Nord, N-O-R-D-V-P-N.com slash marvel for an exclusive discount, plus four months Perfect. And I want to get you into Helix Sleep. Whether you are traveling around the quantum realm, battling the forces trying to destroy our world, or just going about your regular daily life, you could use a good night's sleep. Everyone deserves a good night's sleep. And here on New Rockstars, we trust Helix to protect our sleep with the best mattress in the world. We both have Helix mattresses, me and MT, and we love them. Can't get enough of them. Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to perfect mattresses for you. And that is very important because you don't want to wake up with a kink in your neck every day. Everybody's unique, and Helix knows that. So they have several different mattress models to choose from. They have soft, medium, and firm mattresses. Mattress is great for cooling you down if you sleep super hot, like myself. <laughs> mattress is great for spinal alignment to prevent morning aches and pains, and even a Helix Plus mattress for plus-size sleepers, like myself. I can't get enough of my Helix mattress. I jump on it like the monkeys on the bed fall off, crack my head. Uh, what about you, MT? <laughs> Oh, yeah. My Helix mattress is a gift from the gods. I love it so much. It's amazing. It's perfect. If I didn't have it, honestly, I'd probably lose my mind. So just go to helixsleep.com slash inside Marvel. Take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to the customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. I promise you. They have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free, you guys. You can return it. That's insane. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash inside Marvel. Go to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Meet with an expert who will do them for you. TurboTax experts can release you from the stress of taxes and file for you so you can do not taxes. Show your eyes things that are not taxes. Unpack a moving box of not taxes. Taste not taxes. Sing not taxes a lullaby. Hope not taxes sleeps through the night. Grab a saddle and ride not taxes into the sunset. With TurboTax, an expert will do your taxes from start to finish, ensuring your taxes are done right, guaranteed, so you can relax. Feels good to be done with your taxes, doesn't it? Come to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Visit TurboTax.com to learn more. Intuit, 
TurboTax. Full service products only. Video meeting while expert does your taxes required. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. So second question for Inside Marvel. What deal did Ant-Man make? And also why didn't he serve up that deal for Janet? So big picture wise, right? Mm. Scott was in prison, had a hard time even hanging out with Cassie. He was stuck during the blip. She's now in prison. He's famous. I get all he wants is time, you guys. But what kind of deal did he make? And also why didn't Janet get the same deal? Mm, this is true. This is true. Like this is, I mean, they are both shrinking people. They're both really good at what they do. So like, why didn't Kang approach Janet as well? Cause we don't, we don't know how right. long she was in there technically. Right. In quantum realm time wise, we don't know if it'd been decades. Right. Well, outside it's been decades, but inside right. God knows how long. Like, we, we, like She could be like, as like hundreds of years old. Yeah, we, know. We, we don't know how the quantum realm affects your physiology. Cause we know that she was completely different. Like she could freaking heal people with her weird energy powers. in, in the second movie. So like, we don't know exactly if she spent hundreds of years down there. Like she could be like a huge, like super old being for all we know, even though Michelle Pfeiffer is, looks really great. Ooh, um, that's, just, that's just on Michelle P. Super, that's just super. Michelle P. Yeah. Do you think, <laughs> that's just good. Genes. Do you think that, uh, Kang gave her those abilities and maybe she made a deal with Kang to get that sort of ability that we still don't really know necessarily. She was just able to stabilize Ghost. So I don't we, I don't really know mm. what her power is outside of the quantum realm, but do you think it's something that Kang gave her? I think that it, it could possibly be due to like that weird energy source that they seem to be going after, that weird like yellow um, source that Ant-Man and his weird clones are, are seeming to grab. And oh, I think yes. that her exposure to that oh. type of radiation was like absorbed into her being. And so like, she just was, she just had that in her. She's like, all right, I just have this ability to, to have this radiation within me because like, I've been dealing with this and I don't know to what capacity I feel like, you know, she, since she's a scientist, she probably continued being a scientist in the quantum realm and um, um, was, was yeah. working on, you know, hard, or understanding quantum um, energy and quantum technology and, and continuing her research that she was doing with um with Hank down there, so like maybe um she just was at a different facility, a different research facility that she was um exposed to all that radiation from. Oh uh, but who knows? God. But you know that, that's a good question. Like, why didn't Janet get that same deal? Like, yeah. is I wonder if her and Kang um are even friends? Or like, she she seems to not trust Kang. So like, no. what is their history there? Like, what what do you think? One hundred percent. I also think so. Like going off of her being a scientist, I think she worked closely, more closely, closer to Bill Murray's character in the sit like that Citadel that they have. So I think he she's working closer to him probably as a scientist and there has been times where she has had the chance an opportunity to meet with Kang and Kang's like, "Hey, let's work together." And she's like, "No. I'm not going to trust you." And that's the difference between her and Scott is Scott has something on the line she didn't really. She was like, "I'm stuck in this quantum realm just like you are. Like we're both stuck in here. Mm. I can't get out." So I think Janet didn't have anything on the line for her to say yes and make a deal with Kang. But I think Scott mm. does. I oh my god! I just I can't wait to see Janet in like, this movie. I, I'm I'm wondering if like you know I mean Kang is Kang like Kang is a conqueror so like yeah. there's a good chance that she has seen Kang do like war crimes in the 100. quantum realm. She's just like oh no, don't trust this man. One hundred percent. He's terrible. <laughs> literally, literally. So do we believe that overall the deal that he made with Ant Man was I'll give you more time with Cassie in exchange for a device that gets me out of the quantum realm. 
yeah, essentially, I think that he, he needs Scott to steal something very, very crucial to his plan to invade the timelines with that huge army. And he's just like, hey, I'm going to give you time with Cassie because you have the like the, the weird imagination and the know-how to yeah. do impossible heists. Like you did a, the uh, like the craziest heist of all time. You did a time heist. He probably thinks Scott is like the coolest because like you did a time. I've never met anyone in history that has ever done a time heist. So like you are my man. Um, and like since like we know that Modoc, uh, freaking um, Yellow Jacket from the first film is uh, partners with Kang. Modok's probably like, hey, um, you know what's a really good idea? Get this guy down here that I hate so I can freaking have my revenge on him. Bring bring Scott Lang down here so I can beat him up with my big-ass head. But yes. <laughs> so I can beat him up with my big... Just one, like, just giant hit Just one head. headbutt will do it. Oh, my God. So that kind of goes to our next question. This one, yeah, we'll keep kind of brief so we can save it for the fourth, que the fourth question for more meaty dialogue. What are Kang's abilities and how do they differ outside the quantum realm? So Janet said, uh, he can rewrite existence and shatter timelines. So I guess like that's a big deal. So how does it differ from the big screen to the comics, right? So we know in the comics he has time travel, time manipulation, which transfers to this now, and unarmed. He's really good at unarmed camp combat. He's built his suit with force blasters. He also commands a ton of warriors across the galaxy, which all of this seems like it's transferring into the big screen. So is this Kang basically set up to be the Kang for Kang's dynasty? See, that's, that's the big question, I feel. I feel like with this movie, anything could happen. Because, like, mm. we, we could see, like, the defeat of this Kang by Ant-Man. And, like, it's like, yeah, we beat the bad guy in the film. But then, when, like, one of the Kangs get loose into the timeline or a couple Kangs get loose. And then that's our, our big, big bad Kang. Mm. Um, but, you know, I think it would be really cool if this um, Quantumania Kang did win at the end of this movie. Yeah, he has. To. Um, and like, like maybe like the Ant Man team stops a bigger threat. Like maybe he they destroy the army, leaving Kang by himself. But like, I would really love if Kang um, is that same one in King Dynasty. But what what do you think? I I think I I hope I hope so much that I do believe it because I think this Kang is the Kang the Conqueror that we see through the like the the main Kang that we've seen. And I think I don't want to mm -hmm. see him get thrown away so quickly. So I think this Kang will be the big bad. I think even with Loki, when uh, He Who Remains said, you should see the other evil versions of myself, I think this was one of the most ultimate evils that got banished to literally a realm where he cannot get out. Like, I'm sure there was other mm -hmm. realms that he could have got out of. And they were like, this one, though, for some reason, he can't get out of it. So I think this will be our big bad that takes us all the way to the end of phase six. I think this is also the opening to show how easily he can like persuade people. So I think it's like, we're going to see him build a team and be like, why is it so easy for him to build people and build a team? Mm -hmm. And then it's going to be like, <laughs> he's going to start making armies. He's going to start making armies everywhere. Everybody's <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you like, um, what's it called? What's that actor's name from uh, A Good Place? The Harper, oh, oh, ja Jackson uh, Lee Harper. Williams, Williams. I know who you're talking about from The Good oh, Place, Will, yeah. Will, yeah, that that well, amazing actor. I'm really bad with names sometimes. I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, William Jackson Harper, probably. Yeah. Um, and I think that he's going to be a Kang variant. I think that he's going to oh. be um, either like a younger version of Kang or oh. he's going to be a Kang oh. that's going to be moving on to different projects, like you know, potentially a vision quest. Maybe it's Victor Timely, because we, like, we know Victor Timely oh, yeah. Kang from the comics was really into robotics. 
So like there, it could be the Victor uh, Timely King, it could be the Scarlet nice. Centurion, who um in the in the Kang Dynasty run, um it, uh, Kang invades the timeline with his son, um Marcus. Um, mm-hmm. and so we could be looking at that actor being a Marcus, um, his son. It was actually like clones or whatever. It was a clone. I, I would love that. Some weird thing. Do you think the age difference is there between Jonathan Majors and the guy from The Good Place? They kind of look the I, same. I mean, age. like Jonathan Majors isn't like super, super old, but like yeah. he is old in the MCU. So like, that's true. Um, that's true. He that's has true. probably found a way to preserve his youth. So like, he probably has a son that is around his age visually um, by now. Um, I think oh. that's likely. Annoying take. What if he is? Because isn't there a Kang that is a variant of, that's Nathaniel Richards? Or am I thinking right? I, it's there's the implication that uh, Kang the Conqueror is a descendant of, of Nathaniel Richards or or something like that. And like which one? I don't isn't think it's it, ever been confirmed. Was it the Iron Man then? There was one that was like a little kid that was like, I don't want to be Kang, but I'm gonna be. No, it was I didn't oh, yeah, want to be Iron Lad. Iron Lad. Is he too old to be Iron yeah. Lad? <laughs> I see that's okay. <laughs> I was thinking that earlier today. Um I think that he might be too old to be Iron Lad because he's a full grown man. Um I think it'd be really fun. Cause like we, we do have uh, you know, Haley Seinfeld in the Young Avengers and like we like so like she is an adult herself. So like I can see them being like, Oh yeah, maybe we could have like an adult Iron Lad, but I think with a name like Iron Lad, we're probably gonna see a teenage Iron Lad. Uh, pro- probably closer to the age of um, Isaiah Bradley's grandson, um, I'm, I'm assuming. Uh, my favorite thing in the world is if we went into a different dimension or time and we see older Iron Lad and it's him and he's just like, yeah, I used to be called Iron Lad, but not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's just like an not old anymore. man. Not anymore. <sighs> I, I was sort of going to make a video about this, but like, I think that Kang is low-key obsessed with, with Iron Man. And you can sort of see it in okay. this trailer with like you, when he removes the blue from his... Um, from his face, that's basically the endgame technology yeah. uh, that they had uh, for their masks, their their nanite technology. And like, I just feel, and like, he shoots blasts out of his hands. Yeah, and he has it's a the suit. same thing. I just have yeah. a feeling that this dude's just a huge, and like, we know that like, um, he do, he goes into Iron Lad and the Young yeah. Avengers. So like, I just feel like he's a huge stan. That's he's just why like, oh, Tony think, Stark is the coolest guy. That's why <laughs> I think Iron Lad's gonna be appearing in Iron Heart. I want it to happen. I want it to happen. And I want him. It would him, be crazy. I would love I it. want him to have helped either Cassie or to help uh, Dominic Thorne's character. One of the two. Okay. I've, bring him in. Bring him in. <laughs> so, our, our fourth and final question, or just talking about uh, Modoc. We all, oh, let me do this. Modoc. <laughs> we all saw Modoc. Yes. And we all saw him. And I will say it here because I said it on Twitter. You guys, he looks like the comic book Modoc. There is no way to transfer this Modoc <laughs> into looking something that's not in that. He will always look ridiculous because he's a big faced, big head, tiny limbed body. That's all he is. He is yeah. all head, no torso, yeah. nothing. It's just <laughs> connected to the head. And you guys are like, why do they do that to him? And I'm like, that's what he looks like. Either way, we know that it is Darren Cross. We know that it's Darren Cross, which we last saw in the original Ant-Man film, the first one, where he's trapped inside the yellow suit jacket. He got shrunk down and we were like, okay, bye. And now he is a MODOK. And it's different from the original source material. Yes, a little bit. But it is still MODOK. And uh, I would get into his origin and all that stuff, but Tommy actually has a video that drops on Tuesday, that mm. dropped on Tuesday, breaking down Modoc and his origin. So just go check that out. Either way, Janet's been in there for decades and didn't change when she came out. So why does Modoc Darren Cross look like this? <laughs> 
Why does he? Why is he? Why yeah. is he Modoc? I think that you know, if you look back, and it would be it's been a while since I've seen this uh, scene, but like the moment where he gets crushed and, and supposedly dies, but actually disappears into the quantum realm, like his his limbs get like crushed oh, inwards, yeah. and like you know, he like you can sort of see like the justification. It's like all right, he he has tiny limbs, and his head is like his his limbs in head proportions aren't really all that um, great right now because of the way that he got crushed. So um, I think that Kang probably saved him potentially, or he's just like, oh man, this guy's like, he, he managed to recreate the pin particle. Like I, I need this man's knowledge of, you know, quantum technology, um, quantum energy and, and all that stuff to help me with my endeavors. So he partners up with them by saving his life and making the uh, machine only designed for killing. I forget the machine only designed. Yeah. It's, for uh, something, oh, killing, yeah. uh, Modoc. Um, so yeah, I think it's, I, I think it makes sense. And like we know so. from uh, the what if episodes, um, the what if, what if zombie episodes, that like it is possible for a head to exist without, like yep. to exist on its as the primary organ, I guess I yep. should say, because he does have like a body, a little tiny body. But That's like tiny. Scott Lang was a uh, had a head in the zombies episode, and they, they were just carrying that around. So it's That's possible true. the MCU. Do we think, I guess, what is his role in this movie? And do we think we could see him team up with Scott Lang instead of against Scott Lang? It looks like from the images that we, or the video that we saw, he's always standing behind Kang. So it looks like he's a little minion to Kang, like a little, a little helper. But do we think that he could switch sides or do we, or what is he doing in this film overall? I think that this is... The beginnings of Modoc's um, involvement in the MCU. I think that by the end of this film, we're going to see him make it out of the quantum realm and back into the real world, and potentially partnering up with Val and like helping her with whatever oh. she's doing. Oh, I I think that he's going to serve as like a, a really big antagonist in this movie in the sense that like he probably like um, orchestrated the events of the the whole kidnapping of the Lang family, like I mentioned before, but specifically through, um, he he knows how valuable Cassie is to Scott and Cassie is sending these signals to the quantum realm, communicating with like, I don't know, some type of pen pal that she doesn't know about. And like, he's like, Oh shoot, it's Cassie Lang, the girl that I kidnapped and had a huge Tom, the tank engine fight for. Let me try to take her again. So I think that he's going to be like the main well, he's not going to be the, like Kang is the main villain, but he's going to be the secret like, yes, it's my plan that ruined your life, Scott. <laughs> I agree with that. I agree with that. But I think when he gets to the out of the quantum realm, if he does, I think he's going to be playing such a minor. He's going to do. And by minor, I think he's going to head up the intelligentsia. He's going to reform the intelligentsia now that Todd's gone. Um, I, I Yes, we know from the comics that he was a part of it, but I think he's going to like take control of it. We also like know that they've brought up AIM. So I'm like, at what point are we just going to make another AIM and he's going to be the head of it? So I think that will start once he comes out and tries to be his own bad team. I don't think he's going to work under Kang forever, but I do think he's going to start initiating bigger moves and fighting maybe like the young Avengers. (laughs) Oh yeah. I think that sword is a huge, huge spot where we could see um, being installed because we we saw from WandaVision that like the, the workers sort of had that, that B sort of Mm -hmm. the beekeeper sort of motif going on there. And that's a huge motif of the, uh, the uh the, the incorporation so i can see kang being 
maybe secretly erected as a leader of the sword organization for uh for Val and like sort of like making aim um or adopting uh or taking over I guess Aldrich Killian's aim from that. I don't know. This is gonna be some weird we're gonna see, this is not the end of we're gonna see a Modoc. There's so many things that you can do with Modoc. Put him put him sword anything. I can't wait for him to show up and then him to meet the leader. And then him and the leader become yes. co co bad people together. They're gonna be and working together. Yo, the leader so and fun. Modoc together is a dangerous combination because the leader gonna, can see the future. And they, yes, yes. Keep going. I was like that though. Yes, yes. It's gonna be bad. <laughs> it's gonna be bad. It's gonna yes. be the leader and Modoc going against the Thunderbolts. And it'll be so much fun. It'll be so much fun. It might even be worse than that. We could see the leader, the uh, Modoc, we can see the return of Claw. We can oh, see yeah. like the entire like Doctor Doom. Zemo shows we can see up. The entire Zemo, huge like it's like yeah. we can see a whole like Injustice League of like yeah. you know super villains yes. show up, and I think yeah. that that might be the plan here. I love this. <laughs> I love this, you guys. But no, I, I cannot wait either. This is going to be an amazing movie. But that is it for this episode of Inside Marvel. Don't forget to check out our many many amazing great merch options over at NewRockstarsMerch.com. And if you're over eighteen, click the link in the description for the. New Rockstars Discord server and join the conversation today. You can follow uh, Jessica at Lulu Clemens. You can follow me at Mastertainment. You can subscribe to Inside Marvel wherever you get your podcast. Thank you guys so much for watching. We love you guys. Time's a million. We'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Bye.